0: You're listening to Wholehearted, a Soul Sister Conversation. You're here with healer and intuitive Donna Lee Wynan, life coach Prue Sulisic and women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose. We're pushing boundaries, being imperfect and unstoppable. Join in the conversation by being a part of the Facebook group and connect with your own Soul Sisters. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life be the compassionate observer of your thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Hello, how are you? Hello, You've got to use your voice, Tanya. It's a podcast. Oh,
1: hello. I was waving.
0: What's <laughs> <laughs> waving? I love that. So this is our first episode in from our transition from a live video broadcast to an audio podcast and, and we so, have yeah. to be
1: quiet when we stream to Facebook to start
0: with <laughs> we do so it's the opposite now it's yes. the opposite hello yeah <laughs> I love that that's a great way to start <laughs> So how is everybody oh it's been a it's been a
1: month it's <laughs> mm. yeah. been a month um but yeah hanging on there get in there. Yeah, good. The just, as well has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing lasts forever, does
2: it, Tanya? But when uh, you're in the middle of it, it feels like it's forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it does. That's it. So t- tell me, Tanya, and before we press record, how were you feeling about recording? Before I, uh,
1: I was chatting away like no man's business before we press record, and and then I was like, oh fuck. <laughs>
0: silence. And I was like, this is your, this is your prompt to go silent, Tanya. Yeah.
1: I don't know what to say anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and this is good. Like, I think this, this conversation is important to start with because I'm sure there's plenty of people that that happens to, including myself. Yeah. Uh, And I'm sure Donna Lee, who, mind you, Donna Lee's the extrovert of our group. So maybe not so much. And Tanya and I, yeah, we're like, what, what do we do? Yeah. yeah. This I've-
1: last this last like hour and a half um, especially the half an hour before we were due to meet I was like so nervous I like got butterflies. Mm-hmm. And then yeah when I'm talking when we're just having a chat I'm like yeah I carry on like a madman and then <laughs> <laughs> press record and,
0: and silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so as Everyone might know this is the first episode, like I said before, of our audio, like just the podcast rather than streaming live on Facebook. So we're really excited to transition, which was Soul Sister Conversations, into this podcast wholehearted. So we really welcome you here. We're happy to have you have you, know, you listening to us in your ears for a change and really appreciate the support. And I know we've got lots of engaged members In our group on facebook and we know that this is going to be bigger and better like this is going to be just as fun just as accessible and we're going to make it more accessible for you so i just want to shout out to start with and say thank you thanks for being here and also share us around the more women that we touch or people that we touch the greater impact we can have and that is our mission to to impact you know lots of people to wake up and be aware and step into consciousness and love yourself and all those things. So please share our podcast around and, yeah, let us know what you think as well. (laughs) Someone else? Did anybody else want to say anything on this?
1: (laughs) I I want (laughs) to say how how awesome we look in our all geared up with our microphones and our (laughs) headphones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and i'm I'm just sitting here, you know, even though we're not live, um a different format. but I actually it just feels the same to me. So me sitting here, I just feel like I'm talking to our audience anyway. So it does, like just it. because I can't see you or engage with you, um, it's really exciting. And you know, just have some patience with us because we're we're learning, all of us are learning, and um Yeah, we haven't got it all down pat yet, and I'm sure, you know, the next 12 months is going to bring a lot of change and um, personal involvement and development. And, yeah, we might look confident, but behind the scenes we're quite often a bit nervy or a bit worried about what's going on, but that's why we're here. We're we're here presenting that so that you can feel comfortable in the experiences that we have that you've got in your life, And, and that's why we're together, isn't it, ladies?
0: Yeah beautifully said it is and on that note I would love to introduce our topic for discussion today it is navigating friendships as an adult and I know I've been excited about this conversation because it has been something that's sort of been in my brain the last few months particularly and maybe even like Closer to home, maybe in the last month, it's been there's been a lot of conversations about it that I've listened to out in the world. That's why uh,
1: you inspired the
0: yeah, that's right, (laughs) you (laughs) did. (laughs) So, and just reflecting back on, you know, friendships for me, and as an adult, yeah, friendships, yeah, making friendships as an adult, and what has that has looked like for me, and especially in this group of three that we have here in wholehearted, you know, friendships that have changed my life. And I wanna, I I want everybody to know that it's possible to create sustaining and fulfilling friendships as an adult. And yeah, if it's possible for me, it's possible for anybody. And because if you, you knew me, you know, beforehand, I'm a very, very solo operator didn't particularly have a lot of friends that I would like touch base with and lean on or anything, and I've really learned with Donna Lee and Tanya to start leaning on them a little bit for emotional support, which is new for me, right? It's only actually happened quite recently. <laughs> quite new for me too. <laughs> yeah, and it's different, and I am so damn grateful that I have these two women in my life, and it's teaching me so much. Like about myself and about what I'd like to challenge for myself, and what I would love to let go of and open myself to receive. Big piece of it is the receiving piece. So, yeah, that's our topic for today, and we have no idea where it's going to go. As usual, as usual, our conversations, <laughs> our, our conversations are very fluid. They they go where they meant to go. So let's get started. I'm very much like you, Prue, Always have been as well. I'm
1: very independent, solo person, quiet, and keep to myself a lot. Donna Lee's probably the one, <laughs> one of the three of us who is very, very awesome at creating friendships and introducing herself to new people and meeting new people and bringing new people in. And um, and yeah, I've also learned so much from the two of you and especially Donnelly being being that way I've never really had friends who want to be in each other's life so much like that was actually that was quite difficult when I first um, started seeing a lot of Donnelly it was quite um, uncomfortable for me because I was like why do you want to see me so much (laughs) why
0: <laughs> what, what, the oh, fuck wanna, what fuck you want to? What you want to hang out for again? <laughs> we saw each other last week. For goodness, yeah, for goodness' I... sake, seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I remember having a conversation with you about this in our early, part, like, our coaching. Yeah, and I we were coaching you through that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, it was quite quite challenging for me. I don't think we've actually ever spoken yeah. about this, Donnelly, but
0: yeah, and I know
1: I wasn't open and. Wanting to see you every day, <laughs> um, yeah. But we've we've fought through it and and um, not fought through it. We've we've learnt about each other and and I think we've managed to make space for each other as as well as as well as sort of come in and help each other in that space. So you know, I have had to learn to be more open and um more receptive to doing more things more often and i think donalise also i can i can see the difference from the early days um that she's sort of take changed in her ways as well giving me the space to to be that to be what i am too so mm. yeah um so yeah not only not only friendships friendships altogether like it it's um friendships with people who are so different to you in that in that environment as well.
0: Mm. What's your thoughts on this, Donnelly? Mm. I think
2: oh I'm probably gonna get emotional. Is that I'm I'm an extremely good friend. Yes. <laughs> And if you have me in your life, you are fucking lucky. Yes. (gasps) Don't we know Um, it? But it's not often reciprocated. Mm. Yes. So you can, you know, you can be, you know, I guess I don't know how it comes back to my values, I think, loyalty, loyalty. And you know i'm I'm often left empty, even in my relationship with you two, and that's just my that's just my perspective and my feeling and um yeah, you know it's very it's very easy to be supportive and giving, and you know maybe I am over the top, but I just care about people, and you know very very very, very limited do I ever get that back so but it's not about it's not about getting it back um because you've got to weigh up you know who you are what you do and you know sometimes it would be nice to be thought about or the the way I think about other people and you know give to other people it'd be you know I only need one piece (laughs) and um it doesn't take much, but yeah. But you know, I can't I can't live my life like that. So I've got to be happy with how I hold myself. But often it's it's outweighed. I'm I'm a connector, I'm an instigator, but people you say to me, Oh, you know, here's the extrovert here. You know, we did those personality quizzes, ladies, and um I sit in both courts, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, they, they say use the iceberg, iceberg model mm. and you've got, you know, the two factors. Actually, I've got here somewhere. I can find it. Um, you know, and it's a bit like a duck swimming calmly on the top of the water and the feet are going madly underneath. And I think all of us are doing that and especially probably I do. And it's only you have to be very close to me to find out for me to share those um, in-depth sides of myself because, you know, it's all about trust, it's all about um, whether you're being heard. You know, I was thinking about that question that was sent to Soul Sisters and um, it's an interesting question when you're around people and you, well, I'm a great observer So I do a lot of observing and I'll pick and choose whether I'll engage in a conversation because I can measure whether that's going to be, whether I'm going to get what I'm seeking from it or whether it's a waste of time. And so quite often I, um, and as Tanya knows, I've told her I'll pull back when, you know, things are pretty heavy because I guess sometimes you're expecting your friends to maybe ask or you know you you don't always want to be you don't always want to feel like you're the centre of attention or that you've got you know I'm a very feely person, emotional person, and um so you don't you don't always want to be a burden on those that love you or care for you, you want to try and work it out for yourself. So yeah, navigating friendships as an adult' it's very, very interesting. Yes, I love I, actually, I
0: love this. I'm sitting here. And I'm thinking, because, you know, a lot of people will say, well, Donnelly, you know, you expecting back what you put out is unrealistic, because um, not everyone's the same and, you know, all that type of stuff. And what I'm, and I know that's like most probably the thing that most people would go to. Yet I'm sitting here taking on basically feedback about our friendship. And it's like, hearing what you need mm-hmm. and possibly where I'm not meeting it and then thinking to myself, okay, how can we meet in the middle somewhere? Where where can I, you know, be the person that shows up more? Still not what needing to change me completely because that's not what you want. No. But at the same time, it is a compromise. Like you and um, Tanya said, well, said it earlier where you've sort of found you know, where you both work well now, you know, tenure likes a bit of space and you've respected that and you can step back. This is what navigating friendships as an adult looks like. It looks like having this open discussion and going, ah, like, yeah, Prue, I'm, I'm just using this as an example, but Prue, you know, you're not actually meeting my needs in this friendship. And instead of me going, well, fuck off, like, you know, that's your problem, I'm like, Okay, great. I hear you. How can we navigate through this? That is the importance of adult friendships <laughs> because we want to support our friends where they need to be supported, and we can't just be in our own like ego going, "Oh well, that's that's a you problem." And so, listening to that and getting feedback, it's making my brain tick over. Going, "Ah, oh, okay. I, I like I could name three. All right, maybe two things that." I haven't met that expectation, and now I'm hearing you say that, I'm like, ah, that was important to Donnelly, and I didn't meet it. And so, yeah, interesting. So I love this, and I hope this resonates for our listeners as well because any relationship, friendships are a relationship, the key ingredient is communication.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: And yeah. yeah, communicating, being open, honest, transparent, uh without judgment. Like, see how Donna Lee said that earlier. There was just no, there was no expectation. She wasn't judging anybody. She was just reflecting from her perspective. And you actually said that from my perspective, and that is just so powerful. As yeah, a woman navigating adult friendships. Oh, yeah, key key ingredient.
2: Yeah, and I think you know. Like we're we're all at different levels in our our way of perceiving our um, personal development. So you know i' I never knew that I was too much in Tanya's life. You guys have talked about that, but you haven't talked to me about it, but i've but I've had to navigate like I've observed, I've observed Tanya for a long time, long, long, long time. So I figure stuff out and um, so you work with it. But then, mm. you know, we were talking about this, talking about similar types of things in respect to, you know, there's all this inclusiveness that we're asking for today, this um, the space of self-acceptance and having this capacity to to, to do what I do. But what I find is that I'm getting lost in this. So we've got, you know, we've got all this stuff that we're learning how to be better humans. And then I'm saying, well, you know, where in the hell do I sit in all of this? So what I'm finding now is I, it's like I sit in no man's land. So I make all these adjustments, all these acceptances. Oh, I don't know what's going on in their life. So I do all this stuff. And then left with, where do I have an opinion? Where is it that I can speak up? You know, so like, so for me, it's the way the world's changing is I love that the world is changing, but I, for me, feels like I'm like, okay, so where do I stand in all of this? Because we still have people that can have an opinion or speak their mind or, you know, don't think the way we think, don't measure, don't assume, don't, way up don't do any of that and yet they get away with it <laughs> mm-hmm. or how or how you interact with people that you know we're sitting here talking about um you know having more communication but we're all shit scared to communicate you know, we, we all do, we all go and talk to someone else about a problem. But I was saying to Tanya this morning, I actually know I have to actually spend the time with me that I can have a conversation with you and Tanya, but you're not going to tell me what to do. I've still got to come back and go, well, I've got to make that decision. Mm. And I think for me as a person, I have sought out help or haven't haven't understood that if I sit with my own pile of shit long enough, I will find my answers. And so we're even encouraged in the world that, okay, it's like a blame. You, you deflect from the problem and um, you don't actually sit with your own sewer, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So and that's, I think, for me where I am in my life at the moment. I call it I'm in, feel like I'm in Van Diemen's land. <laughs> Yeah. In the no man lands of Donnelly is starting to work out who I am, what I want, and moving forward because I've lost sight of it.
0: Interesting. So
2: friendships are, you know, I have lots of friends. People think I've got shit tons of friends. Well, yeah, I've got lots of friends, lots of acquaintances, but you know, handful maybe less than, you know, people that I will bore my eyes out to and share the in-depths of my soul with. Um,
1: but you don't get that. I think that's it though, right? Like, um there, I think there should be more words other than friend. Friend. Mm-hmm. Friend. There are there's a spectrum of friends in our lives. <laughs> yes. Mel Robbins talks about this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, there's people that that are kind of like acquaintances but you wouldn't call them acquaintance because they're kind of more than an acquaintance. But, you know, you you call that person a friend and you call your closest person a friend mm. and they're very, very different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there is no, I was listening to a podcast the other day myself about friendships and they were talking how, yeah, there is definitely a spectrum of friend, like friends, spectrum of friends, and the way I think of it, and it's the way that I've heard my coach talk about it, that they talk about it like want matches, which is a great. I love this term because, for example, so back to firstly about the hierarchy, like. There's all friends and they're all on a level playing field. Like no one's better than another person. No. Yet the want match is different. So the great thing about friends is that we get to choose them, you know, unlike family where we're just attached to these people no matter what. We get to choose our friends and we get to choose who fulfill our wants and needs for particular things in our lives. Hmm. So... Yeah, I've got reasons and reasons. Yes. Yeah. And so, for example, when you're in a romantic relationship, you some people want everything from that one relationship. They want the lover. They want the person to download all their stuff to. They want um, the person that's organized, you know, this, the whole, you know, array of things that you need in a relationship. They want that from one person. And it's just impossible. Like, no one person can live up to the the needs of another person. The first step is to actually make sure your needs are met met by you from yourself. Like everything that you need, you get from yourself, and then you go out and seek want matches for other things. So you know, I can't even think. the example of us this. three. Like, what what do we meet? What needs do we needs do we meet from each other? I'm opening up to receiving a lot more because before I was like, got everything, I can do everything by myself. So I think you two, for me, the want is actually Donna Lee. Donna Lee's great at this and I love this about our dynamic is that I will say something and Donna Lee will say to me, no, let's just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> let's just check in with that. <laughs> no one else in my life says that to me. So I fucking love that Donna Lee says that to me and it makes me stop every time and I'm like, of course, because she's reflecting back to me what is actually happening and I don't want to see it, but Donna Lee makes me see it. So that is the want that Donna Lee gives me. Tanya, I suppose you're what you fulfill in me is I feel like you're just this great, like the energy of, And the learning and just the, I think it's the acknowledgement, actually, that you give me. Yeah, I think that's actually what it is. So you, no, not acknowledgement, validation, I think it is. You give me a lot of validation. And I've never said that out loud before, but I'm saying that right (laughs) now. (laughs) And I think that's what it is. Like Our relationship has turned into that and I'm like, oh, that's what I love. Tanya, she gives me a lot of validation. Donnelly pulls me up, cuts at me a little bit sometimes, and I need that. And so, oh yeah, that's it. So this is what we need in friendship. So if there's a if there's a gap missing, so say if you don't have somebody that you can pick up the phone to for three o'clock in the morning, I know I could pick up the phone at three o'clock in the morning and you would most likely answer if I was having a crisis. If you don't have that person, maybe that's what people need to do. It's like, oh, what's missing in my life in a friendship realm? And I can start seeking that person out and gathering want matches. Sometimes it's going to work out. Sometimes it's not. You know, so meeting new people, and we'll get into that because I think we need to have a conversation about how you actually meet people as Mm -hmm. an adult. But, yeah, meeting new people and, like, letting them in enough to see if they actually fulfill one of your wants in a relationship. Yeah. What do you think about that? Mm. I do I think
1: that's really cool. Mm. Yeah, something I sort of haven't thought about before. I think commonality also, you know, is very plays a very big part like um whether that be your kids play soccer or yes. you know you work together or you know whatever that commonality at the time is. I think that plays a really big role, also.
0: Yes, it's yeah Uh, interesting. Yeah, and then sorry, I'm just going to say yeah that commonality will change over time. So the soccer mums that were friends at soccer mum time, once the kids leave school, maybe those friends drop off, and that's okay. Yeah, doesn't mean anything bad. You know, just means that the season for that friendship is possibly past.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. friends aren't necessarily friends forever. Just no. because you have a friend, it doesn't mean that they're going to be your till death do us part. No kind of friend. It's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You might. You, there might be friends like that. Mm. There might not be. You did yeah. make
1: me think, though, about about what you guys offer me. I yeah. want to say, I think yeah. um, Lee gets me out of my comfort zone. Yes. She's so good at this. Yeah. She makes me she makes me yeah. feel a little uncomfortable sometimes, and that's a fucking good thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know this is true. You know this is true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Prue, you you calm me. I think you ground me. No. Cool. I get that calm sense from you. Mm.
0: Yeah. hmm Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, and I think it's good. Like, this is an opportunity to look, and I don't want to make it official by saying do a friend audit, but that's yeah. the only lang- that's <laughs> the only language I can think of right now. About, but just reflecting, I suppose, is the language. Reflecting on your friendships because some of them are going to be serving you, and some are not. You know, the the people that are draining you of all your energy that never reciprocate anything, you know, that talk over the top of you, you never have, like, you know, you have part of the conversation. You know, it's now Now after listening to this conversation is a time to reflect on those rela- relationships because it needs to be, yeah, we need to, re- like, be getting something out of it. Um, and one last note on the, like, the wanting. Sometimes the wanting is actually the receipt, like, you giving something. So it doesn't have to always you be receiving stuff. It's sometimes I love being the friend that rings me up in a crisis and they say, Prue, you know, can you help me sort this out? And I were like, yeah, this is not me, by the way, but um, yes, I can help you sort that out, do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, great, thank you very much. That's all I needed. And then then they leave. So it can also be you giving something in a friendship. It's not always about the receiving. Mm-hmm. Cause, and that's still a want for you. you. Everyone wants to be that person at some point in their life, you know, in some part of their life. They love to be, you know, for me possibly that's with my kids right now. But when my kids leave, maybe that will change and I'll need a friend that needs that.
1: And what about... I'm just thinking, like you know, I grabbed those two things about you guys, my wants for you guys, but Mm -hmm. there's also more than that. There's also other things.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's very, it's very dynamic too. Like, yeah, it's not just one thing a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah, and
2: it when you like mine, I wrote down the first things that came for me was Tanya is that I feel acceptance, Mm. and for Prue, I feel never have felt judged. Uh So, but it's, but the other, the other part, um, you know, it's, I believe in, in friendships are relationships that are, uh, they're no different to any relationship. Mm -hmm. So there, you've also got to put in and you've also got to give out and you've, you've got to be able to, you know, navigate change, you know, talk talk about hard things, um, share, share things. You it's a growing thing. It's like mm-hmm. an organism. So, you know, it's no different if, you know, if one of us moves away like you did, Prue. We've still had to nourish that. It would be very yeah. easy not to, you know, you've gone and done your own thing and that's it. So there's also a nourishment, which is happens mm-hmm. in all relationship. Mm-hmm. And And it's a living organism, so it's constantly evolving, constantly changing. And when you've got people, for me, like you two, and especially Tanya because I've I've spent more personal time with her, is that that organism um, flourishes in different areas or you get to explore different areas of yourself to be able to feel comfortable, safe, um, vulnerable, you know. Mm -hmm. No yes. no different in a marriage, no different with your children. It's just all different types of relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, oh, oh, look, even over the past few years with my past partner, I took so much away from that. You know, there were just things I'd never seen or even heard of before, what he thought relationship was about. And, um, yeah, so it's, there's always, for me, because I always say that I feel like an alien. Is there's always these opportunities to go? Oh, it's like oh, get this little pearly cell and it's brand new information. It's like okay, radio. What can we do with that? Mm. How can we explore that? So not everybody has friendships like we have. No. And they don't just, you know, they're not just birthed right now. No. They've taken a lot of time. You know, before Tanya and I really became close is I'd been away to true grit. So I'd put myself in uncomfortable positions around not necessarily, you know, all my cups of tea of people, but, but I do that a lot so that I can explore that so you can work it out. So it's taken... You know, there was something, something in our friendship from the start. I have no idea what it was, but it was worth holding on to or worth, I can remember leaving roses on her shop door. God, she probably thought I was in love with her or something.
0: (laughs) But that's like the courting part of a relationship. You actually have to do that. Yeah. Like as an adult, this is a great segue into this part of it is that as an adult you have to actually make an effort to sustain or grow a relationship. It's not yeah. like at school no. where we're seeing each <laughs> other, see each other, other it's like I by default. Design. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to leave the rose on the door. You yeah. have to like send them a voice message and nurture it, water it, water it. And yeah. give it love and see where it goes and be open and vulnerable, like you said before, to see where it goes. And yeah, just support that relationship I think- into existence.
1: I think I, that's where I've always struggled with with relationships and me it's too. Not, it's not only it's not just about having to put in work that isn't no that isn't it it's no um it's always overwhelmed me i I can't even I can't even seem to um nurture relationships with my sister and and um you know my mother and my auntie and let alone friends as well and i i very often get very overwhelmed with like how do i how do i nurture all of these people and all of these things and still work on me and still work in my business and mm. you know still raise the kids and like where mm. yeah it's always been extremely overwhelming for me and friendships have been more like something Felt like something else. I've had to,
0: yeah, like a burden. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, with, yeah, they go through. You go through times in your life where it's definitely, you know, more of a burden. <laughs> burden. Like when, like, like, think of ourselves when we were raising young children. You know, for me, and sounds like Tanya. I'm not sure about you, Donnelly. That it's very consuming. It was very consuming, and so nurturing relationships back then was like, yeah, it's definitely the last thing. They happened with commonality you know, at the school gate and at soccer and basketball practice and stuff like that. But back then you would not see me ever catching up for coffee, going over to someone's house. None of those things existed in my life when I was in the midst of. Unless it was a play date or. Unless it was like a scheduled play date, yes. Yeah. And I even became that person because my my family were like a full drop-in people. Like they would just drop in. And I used to love that. But then I got to a point where life is fairly full and if people dropped in, it would annoy the absolute fuck out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, how dare you drop in? That's so rude. (laughs) Now I'm like, drop in, everybody drop in. But it's not happening anymore because I haven't nurtured those possibly. Yes. So, yeah, there's definitely times that we do, yeah, feel like it can be a burden. But then when you have time, and that's what that's what this conversation's all about, it's like when you about wanting it too, when you want to create friendships, the nurturing, like Donna Lee was saying before, is really important. The the courting and the pursuing and going, I want to be friends with you. You know, like have have you ever had a conversation recently and been told or said to anybody, I really like you. I want to have a friendship with you. Let's build a friendship. God, no. Oh, see, I have recently and it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And yet it's going to pay off. You know, there's going to be great friendships that are, like, built from that very first uncomfortable conversation saying, you're my friend, let's be friends. <laughs> very, very, like, almost childlike. Yeah. Let's be friends. But, well, unless you communicate to that person, that you want to do that, that you want to pursue a friendship, how do they know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm literally having a family barbecue with a friend that I met last week and she's coming to my house and it's the first time that that's happened on the Gold Coast. And he was from, you know, meeting each other on Facebook through a group, like a business group, seeing like having a mutual sort of, you know, feeling about each other, then having a coffee with her, And really connecting with her over a coffee. Like we spent two and a half hours talking and we're basically like, oh, I think we can be friends. Let's let's have our families catch up. I think they could be friends too. And so this is happening this weekend. So I'll let you know how that goes. I'm I'm really excited about it and that's how it's done. Like people are maybe going, but how do you meet people? Everyone's so clicky in their groups Mm. already. Not everybody is. There's plenty of people free out there in the world to be friends with you. Yeah,
1: I don't think I've, I don't know that I've ever had a friend where without having a commonality.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Like meeting through something. Mm-hmm.
0: London, Lee, yes. What were you going to say? Oh,
1: yes.
2: Okay, it's all right. Came back, thank God. <laughs> Was that sometimes, and I know this because I'm one of these people, is you have to be an instigator because not everybody's an instigator. And um you're sometimes, sometimes you awesome be... at that. Sorry, pardon? You're so fucking awesome at that. <laughs> and so um, you know, sometimes you might have to give something a couple of goes. You know, yeah. three's my limit. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, just be caught and, you know, don't get caught up in whether you get a reply or you don't get a reply. Um you know you can always ask the question you know is everything okay i've i've learned that you know because i used to be reactive and whatever and it's like if you know it's like if a client misses an appointment i don't go where are you i go is everything okay just checking in da da da, da. so learning that different way of approaching things mm-hmm. and then also having the courage that if if you know you're doing all the work and nothing's happening is that you you give it up and um that's okay too
0: yeah yeah. because you don't want to feel depleted from a relationship like that's yeah that's not a great space to be using your energy to always having to like for me it's like coach myself through to be in a friendship or coach myself through situations it's like okay so I've got to always coach myself you know because everything's on us to be in this relationship is it something that I want to pursue into the future
2: yeah true very true
0: yeah How else can we help our listeners to if they're struggling with adult friendships, maybe they've all their childhood friendships, they've outgrown them because that happens. Or they don't have anything like this commonality anymore. They're maybe, you know, in their 40s, 50s, 60s and they've moved to a new place or people have left their town that they live in that they were friends with you know and they they find themselves alone how what would you say to support people to make new friends like what some ways well this is something that i want to know but <laughs> <laughs> so you've got no suggestions then <laughs>
1: no i um i find it very difficult to meet people i find it very difficult to approach people or to speak to people that I don't know, to introduce myself, like and and this is something I worry about. Like planning on moving towns, this this is something that has always concerned me. Like how mm. how am I going to make friends? Because I'm not that type of person that easily makes makes friends. Mm. And I know what you're going to say, Pru. <laughs>
0: It literally read my mind. Already put myself.
1: Already put myself in a box that I can't. That's not something. But that's not something I've easily been able to do in the past. In the past.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So I'm actually a really great example of this right now because I was you exactly, Tanya. Like never going outside my comfort zone. Only really had friends from from commonality. I had a couple of oh, I actually had one friend from when I was like four and five, mind you. That sort of is coming to an end now. And didn't know how to make friends. Was told myself that I was okay. I didn't need anybody else. It was all good. I can do everything over here by myself. And I'm not pretty yep. good at making friends. You know, I wouldn't know where to start, and don't have time anyway. You know, all these thoughts that I have. And then I moved to the Gold Coast. Zero friends. And I did what Donnelly would do, put myself into uncomfortable situations yes. time after time, going along to these things that would never have happened if I lived in Broken Hill and, and you know, prior to the last maybe four years. And so I just keep putting myself into situations, showing up. Like I go to these speed networking events for businesses. I actually despise them, but I make a good connection there every time. It's like, ah, just one person out of the hundred people that are there. I'm like, ah, nice. You know, just reminds me that it's possible that it's people out there that are connected to me. So that is my advice. And, you know, in this technology age, Facebook and stuff is great. Like if you're in groups that do have a common, common thing in mind, i.e. business, which is how I met Melissa, uh, my new friend. And, yeah. Like just connecting, like reading posts, not to, I'm never in business groups to sell anything. I'm there just to support people and just connect with people. And so that's how like I just connected with her. I was like, I literally can't answer your question that you're asking, but I like, but I like how you said it. Do you want to meet for coffee? And like putting it out there straight away. So that's my advice. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> too much, too much, Tanya, yes. Yeah. Otherwise, because what's the alternative? Sit at yeah. home by myself all the time and not have any connection? No, I don't want that. That's I'm in the time of my life now when my kids are older um, and I have more space, like emotional space, to build and grow friendships into the future. And considering I'm going to live to over 100, like I've got a long time to go and I don't want to be by myself doing that. <laughs> Yeah. I have lots of wants that I need to fulfil. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. And, and there's and you're gonna get knockbacks. You're gonna absolutely you're gonna get. You're gonna have those feelings. Oh, why do I bother? I mean, we're gonna have that stuff no matter what it is, whether it's friendships, work, money, whatever. You got to yes. If if there's gonna be any serious shit going on here, is that you need to do some work on your bloody self as well, yes. and yes. because you aren't gonna. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're always going to be uncomfortable. I was at hockey trials on Sunday or Saturday or whatever it was, and I was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And and I've just got more comfortable being uncomfortable. And even when I'm uncomfortable knowing that I'm comfortable being uncomfortable, I'm still (laughs) doing the mind fuck stuff. Mm -hmm. But I have enough capability to know that, you know, I might be able to say, well, okay, I'm safe. Yep, all right, knock back. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Or... Don't have the courage, you know. Well, think about this too. Think about when you're in that moment, when you're sitting on the edge of going yes or no, going, well, what if I died tomorrow? What if I died right now and I missed this opportunity? I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Your ego is going to be damaged. It's a feeling. That's it. That's it. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Tanya, you moving to the Gold Coast, you know, I can't imagine you without fitness in your life. So you're you're going to join a gym. And maybe from this conversation, yeah. you'll go, "Oh my God, Donnelly's right up my backside today." Go on, just go and say good day. And yeah. that's what I did when I came to Broken Hill. When I first moved to Broken Hill, I made a pact with myself. I did um, group classes, and I never left a group class without going and introducing myself to someone. So I would pick someone, and I would make sure that I'd go and introduce myself. And I met, I met a lot of people like that. Yes. Oh, good.
0: Can I just give you another tip too? This is really good. And and it's actually a great little stepping stone to walking up to somebody that you don't know and talking to them and like saying, hey, do you want to be friends, you know? You don't want to be too weird like that, I suppose. <laughs> Straight away, hey, oh, you look good. I want to be friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and So this is what I've been doing as well. Random people, and Donnelly, I'm sure that I've most learnt learned this from you, random people like, for example, I was walking the dog the other day coming back. And there was a, a little toddler that was running down the street away from her parents. And so when I got close enough to them, I engaged with them. Like I said words to them, kind of remember what I said. And it just builds your confidence to speak and use your voice with strangers. I would have said something like, oh, my little Stella would have done that every single time. And I think I also said, but my next two were perfect little angels, and she, because she was pregnant, she's like, "Oh, thank goodness! I'm so glad to hear that." And we had a bit of a laugh, and then we went on our day, and I'll never see this woman again. But it just sort of builds the confidence that you can speak to strangers, and that they're not that scary; they're just people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah,
2: little, and little so, kids. and when you're out on a walk, saying good morning, and yes. Just, yeah, lots lots of conversations. It's amazing, too. People like me get to hear people's life stories in a matter yes. of seconds.
1: Yeah. great way. Yeah. Donna Lee walks past someone and then she's got them laying on their couch spilling their, their life story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Some people just have that power. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, so I think it's been a great conversation about navigating Mm. friendships. It could go on for a lot longer. Maybe we'll revisit it in later episodes and come up with some more practical type of things for people to try out possibly. But for now, we are going to go into a reading with Donna Lee and this reading, we know it's like only an audio version, this podcast, and so you will find a picture of the card On our Facebook group. So if you're not part of the Facebook group, it'll be in the show notes where you can join. Go check it out. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So we're going to base this, whatever the card or cut,
2: oops, already there. Jeepers, that was quick. Is around the conversation and how this conversation resonates with you in the question or guidance that you're seeking. So the first, I reckon there's more. Oh, there's actually two there. Okay. Ooh. all right, we're going to go one more. Interesting, there's, um, what I'm picking up on these cards that have already come out, is there's some people, yeah, I can feel some different categories of question or, or groups of people that these cards will resonate to. Not all the cards will resonate to everybody. There, there, there's the next one. Okay. They will know who they are, right? Yes, they will know who they are. Okay, so the first one that came out is forgiveness, mm. and it's interesting. The energy around this card is about letting go. Oh, There's really specific people that are going to get to get this message. So I'm just going to get if, if us girls can just close our eyes because it just help will help hold the space because this is a massive card. This is a massive card for a lot of our audience around family, friendships. Oh, because if you're unable to deal with forgiveness and forget, whenever forgiveness comes up, this to me is always about forgiving. It's forgiving to me. So if you forgive to yourself, the other side of it's going to be a lot easier you need to yeah because these people need to hold their hands on their heart and just sit with there's a lot of hurt there's a lot of angst hoo we that's a massive card all right the second message is for a different group of people or another part of the group of the people um it says within the next few months and this has this has a really nice energy around it so, some of those things that we talked about, Tanya Marie Reeves, <laughs> is give them a go. And I think part of a conversation that's coming up is us practicing what we've talked about today and making that a whole conversation around how we, what we've done to create or um, practice new friendships. So within the next few months, okay, there's a lot of light around that. <laughs> and then there is the remaining, which is this one: is this situation will improve it's a lot of royal blue there and this royal blue is about it's always royal blues to do with throat chakra so the situation will improve if you wish to delve into your own communication there's just you're gonna have to give me a minute for this it's quite a lot around this card I don't often say stuff like this. Okay, so for those of you, I don't know if you've worked with Archangel Michael, there's Archangel Michael is an incredible angel to work with, and there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of um, uh, paralyzation, okay, paralyzation of non-communication, and I don't know whether it's to do with needing to talk to others, but it's about sitting with your own paralyzed voice. I'm not finished yet because I can feel it in my heart. The situation will improve if you shift your perspective, if you just move slightly, so whatever that means, just just moving slightly will give you the light to be able to take a breath. You know, we often talk about fear, and how we get paralyzed by fear well you know what sit with that fear and just move through it anyway don't let the fear paralyze you okay you're 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 going to stay stuck so it's it's all to do with relationships they're big
0: oh so whoever those were for i'm sure you know it i'm sure one resonated with you the most definitely did me put my hand up for the last one so that is the wrap of our first podcast episode for wholehearted we hope you have enjoyed listening and following along and we will be in your ears every week every tuesday a new episode will come out and so we'll you will hear us then until next time bye love you thank you so much for being part of this soul sister conversation it would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own soul sisters Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.